0: You're listening to the best of the Tom Bernard Show Brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant.
1: Who,
2: me? me? <laughs> so I'd like to really know if
1: I was
3: married scene. to a oh, horror yeah. piece of shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you could just look at her license.
1: Oh, my it's a
0: special stripe. You was know,
3: amazing. Stripe oh there. my gosh!
4: Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions.
6: or at the website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
0: Bradshaw and Bryant, Michael Bryant,
1: thank you. Seeking justice for the injured, Bradshaw and Bryant. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast, brought to you, as always, by Brad and Bryant. Taking off the show this week, we had comedian Jimmy Schubert in studio. Kind of roasted Rick Bronson, to be honest. Next on The Best Of...
6: We are back. We're back, right? Yeah, we're back! All right. (laughs) That, that, sure As are. you can tell, I'm not Tom Bernard. The Tom Bernard Show, I'm Bob Sansbury, We're filling in for Tom. Fortunately, we have Jimmy Schubert here to make the time fly by. <laughs> we appreciate that. Now, Jimmy, before we talk about the NFL owner, I hear there's a Syracuse basketball coach named Jim Beheim. who, well, he... Accidentally killed somebody.
7: Hey man, three he's seconds car- in the lane is three seconds <laughs> in the lane. You know what I mean? You, you gotta, you gotta, to move it along, bro. You to get three seconds. I know it's horrible. I, you know it was, he's seventy-eight years old, so
5: that might explain a little bit. He's he's been cleared though. He was not well, drunk.
7: No, he yeah. wasn't drunk. It's just well,
5: you yeah. know. I mean, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a tragic. However, that the guy lost his yeah, life. Yeah, he's. But. he's has stepped away from the team for
6: now. He he said he he claimed he avoided, he didn't want to hit the car, which was on the side of the road. So he swerved away and wound up hitting the guy who owned the car. And I I just wanted, my first thought was, was it distracted driving? Well, the
3: the other question is, so the guy gets out of his car, but is he on the street side of the car or the curb side or the
7: uh i think you know, he was the
6: street side oh well that's just not smart well
7: it happens all the time i mean people get out to change a tire on, mm-hmm. the, on the freeway and, and you know and like you said distracted driving is like you know it's well, a real yeah. thing with people texting it's as bad as drunk driving is now you know it totally is and, yeah. and so uh you know you gotta pay but i you know i miss the days when people were speeding when people <laughs> like you know now everybody's looking at their phone and texting and it's just it's ridiculous i mean it's like i i think you know i think people have lost their their lives that way, mm-hmm. and it, because you're texting, I mean, it's they call it a smartphone for a reason. You should be able to operate it, uh, but if you give a smartphone to a dumb person and winds up killing them, they get hit by a bus because yeah. they're too busy texting. Well, it,
6: this is in no way in defense of when people drive while drunk but some drunk drivers will like they'll have their grip on the wheel and they're looking they want to do everything they can to not you know to try to be attentive but they can't because they're drunk they pay more attention in some ways than distracted drivers i once saw a woman and this was even before texting was big she had her uh that little thing where you flap what do you call that thing you know when above your your visor Visor. had the visor down with a mirror she was driving with her knees and what would you call that, uh, Melissa? That's when scary. curling her eyelashes? Curl her eyelashes. Yep, she was doing that while she was driving. There's actually
5: uh-huh. a term for that. Women who put makeup on while they're driving. Idiots. Narcissism. <laughs> no, it's, it's called farting. Not farting, but farting. P H. No. Yeah. F A R D. Oh, It's called farting. 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 Why is that? Get with the D. That's just a term for it.
3: Farting. That's a
6: not a good name. <laughs> That's <so> horrible. <laughs> Well, they'll have to come up. There's a term, I guess, that Robert Kraft did. New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft being charged with two counts of soliciting someone to commit prostitution stemmed from a raid in a, a day spa in Florida, the aforementioned Orchards of Asia Day Spa. He was picked up. Here's what I don't get. What you think was going to happen at the Orchards of Asia Day Spa? <laughs> but he, he picked up as part of a sting that had been going on for months, and the charges relate specifically to two different visits to the Orchards of Asia Day Spa. You are the owner of the New England Patriots. Your team has won six Super Bowls mm-hmm. with you as you can't call them and have them come to your hotel. What do you want to save come- on the extra what is there it must be a little bit extra if they come to your hotel? That's unbelievable.
7: Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to the spa. Yeah, how old is he now? That's, he's got to be pushing eighty.
0: He's in, it's definitely in the seventies. Yeah,
7: that, that 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 girl was going to earn every bit of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Not really the, the freshest, freshest product. product. It's <laughs> like that old can of paint in the basement. That's <laughs> maybe it turned yellow and off color. You know? We're not talking about Belichick, are we? No, no, no. no, no. no, no. Robert, Robert Kraft, Robert the owner.
3: Robert Kraft.
6: Maybe they. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe they have special tools there to help him. He's seventy-seven. Yeah. And the NFL, his team, by the way, denies Kraft had committed a crime. Well, that's pretty smart of the uh, the guy who's the PR guy to say, oh, no, no, Mr. Kraft did nothing wrong.
3: Yeah, I always like when the news is like, you know, someone related to you does something bad. It's like, what do you think that person's going to say? It's like, oh, yeah, my son was a piece of crap. Arrest him.
0: <laughs> I would. <It's> like,
3: well, <laughs> I suppose. I but
5: say,
7: most people are just... My mother would have... Huh.
5: Yeah. She told us
7: she would have. Yeah, moms always do that. Mm-hmm. Charlie Manson's mom st- still thinks she's innocent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Despite>
0: the,
5: <laughs> no, no, I'm saying my mom would have said, "Yeah, he did it." Oh yeah, oh, oh your mom, yeah, Your mom yeah, was oh, the yeah,
7: rare one. My, uh, I, I remember when I was a uh, uh, younger. I got we got caught. Uh, you know, stealing steaks out of the supermarket, and we had to take them back and turn ourselves in. So we had to, you know, lean into it. And all of a sudden, that wasn't fun anymore. After you had that, like, how'd bring, you get them out? Put them in your pants. Your yeah, shirt? stuck them in your pants. You put them. You had a big like and You just put the steaks, tucked them in your belt, and then I uh, oh, made it out. But uh, you know, the mom was like, "Yeah, where'd you get those?" And now you got to take them back. Mm. So and pay <laughs> or go up and pay for them.
3: So. And then the uh, the store said, "No, thank you." Because they had been in your pants? No,
7: no, they weren't down. I didn't, <laughs> oh, I didn't, okay. I didn't put them under my tank. They were frozen. <laughs> you know, well, that that like, would have no. defrosted them, wouldn't it?
6: <laughs> get, a bed, get, get a bad piece of meat. <laughs> now, it has... Uh... Does Mall of America... When do you have comics? What time is this? On Tuesday? When was your first day here? No, Wednesday? Th- th- no, Thursday?
7: Yeah, Thursday. They did. A, they had a roast uh, on Thursday. Uh, we had a roast
0: on uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. the uh, a local comedian.
6: Yeah. Uh, no, because I was wondering if early in the week you ever thought of making the house of Yoshi or having a little massage going on there. You can really pack them
7: in. You know, we got the space for it, so why <laughs> yeah, not? Yeah, I think know? they do like, <laughs> like... There's great space for like sales presentations and stuff like that. Like, you know, meetings or corporate meetings. It's a great space for that kind of thing we just roasted uh, at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy in Arizona we just roasted uh, Shane Doan uh, NHL Mm-hmm. Uh, Hall of Famer played yep. for 19 years from the Phoenix Coyotes. Phoenix Coyote, yeah, that sounds like something Robert Kraft will pay
4: a hook or an extra fifty dollars <laughs> to If you could just finish up with the Phoenix Coyote, that would be great. But uh, the guy was—he played his whole career, 19 years with uh, the
7: Phoenix Coyotes. Uh, legendary scorer, real. It was actually I can't a it great. Was event. It was a great. It was a great event. But uh, yeah, but uh, that's another one of Rick Barnes' uh, clubs out there, which is great. I have no idea of your plan. To but please work that into one of your sets.
6: That's <laughs> terrific. He got the Phoenix Coyote. <laughs> so are, how how many? Because I knew there was the Bronsons in Canada. There's Arizona. This here did, did he open a few more? Yeah, uh, he's, he's in the process of opening up a couple other clubs. Just one in the
0: Lands that we're, we're we're doing coming up soon, and uh, I'm pretty sure they bought one in Burbank. And there's talks of Miami.
7: Oh, yeah. God, you could be set for two months straight. Pasadena, yeah. Well, no, I, I you know, I, I think that they're, you know, they're. I don't want to talk out of school, but yeah, they're getting ready to make some big moves. That's great. So, so that's awesome. And uh, you know, the great people, Rick and Tammy Bronson, that run the club are, are amazing people. I, I love working for them. They're, they're, I consider them friends in this business. Where you don't really, you know, you're, you're friends with people who actually, get, you know, running on own comedy clubs. It's very kind of rare. You know, most of the time, you know. Going, <laughs> well, you don't like the people you're working for, but uh, not the case here. They're great people.
6: So how about him, you got to put a word in for him, then maybe move up the ladder.
7: Yeah, well, you know. see how he works out for well, you. We live in a meritocracy, so you get to earn it. <laughs>
6: So when you do, Bront, do you do all of them? I mean, well, the the ones that he has is do yeah. you get booked for all three yeah, at once. Yeah, I'm
7: doing. I'm doing the one in uh, in uh, Canada uh, later in the year, and then I'm going to go back to Phoenix and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're uh, yeah, they're. Um, so I do them all. Where's the Phoenix? Is it in? The, it's, it's not a, in a mall. It's or is in it North Phoenix. No, it's in. It's actually. It's called High Street. It's an outdoor. Uh, area. I actually, when we did the roast, I said Rick. You call them the House of Comedy. They can't be called the House of Comedy when they're in malls, Rick. It's more like the kiosks of comedy. <laughs> Rick Bronson's kiosks of comedy. Now, the communities are okay, but they serve a great soft pretzel. <laughs> no, it's, uh, they're, they're, they're great clubs. Rick knows how to run great clubs. The, the sound system's great. The the, the experience is great. It's that you know the the seats are comfortable. It's really well done because Rick is actually used to do stand up. He's actually, you know, and he used to be do magic. He's a, he's a magician, he's a comedian, and he's a club owner. It's like the douchebag hat trick. <laughs> no, he, I was, like, <laughs> I'm actually roasting Rick Bronson on the radio. These are the roast jokes I did of him we we're the shade, don't roast him. I'm getting a little mileage out of him. But no, I love Ricky Bronson. He's a great dude.
5: I was going to say, hmm,
6: prop comic, huh? Prop comic. Is that something you ever thought of or wanted to do on your own
7: place? So you don't have to travel? Yeah, I would probably do a residency in Las Vegas before I would ever do the cruise <laughs> ships or own, own the club. I would probably just kind of do my thing. But I just got passed at the Magic Castle as a magician member, so I actually have. I've been magic is something I've been doing my whole life, so I just kind of had to go in an audition, and they had to pass me as a magician member, which means you can perform at the Magic Castle, which is this legendary magic venue to perform at. So that's that's true. I mean, you really you are you are a magician too. Yeah. Do you, you, you don't, do you ever do I, it in I, your act or I'm no? I'm a hardcore hobbyist. No, I don't do it in my act at all. I don't cross the streams. Because people come to a comedy club want to see comedy. You know, I may do like 45 minutes of stand-up, but then I'm trying to figure out what I could do. Like maybe I'd close with another 15 minutes of magic at the end just as like a bonus thing, you know? what'd you get into that? you have been doing comedy longer than magic, or did you start no, magic I started when you magic a, a long time ago. Magic, I was doing some nine. You know, it's like the poor... Like Steve Martin says in his book, it's the poor... Uh, the poor man's way into show business. You know, you go to a magic shop, you buy a trick, and then you're performing for people. And so it's kind of like the if you're not a member of the Lucky Sperm Club, you know, if your daddy's not, you know, a famous actor or something, you know. There's a lot of nepotism going on in show business, you know. Do you get begged for people <coughs> to tell you the trick? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> and you can't, though, you do do you- it? And I always write down uh, 798.3. And I said you can find everything you need to know here. And they look at it, go, seven nine three point eight. What is it? I go, that's the Dewey Decimal system for all the magic books are in the library. So <laughs> if you want to know and put the research <laughs> in, you can find out there. Yeah, I would never tell. The I mean I, I spent hours <laughs> of my life learning how to do this. It's like the oldest art form in the world. And I'm just gonna tell you how I did it. You know what I mean? I know. I you know, you figure it out. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying I'm a real wizard. I'm not Harry Potter or anything, but you know, a lot of work goes into it. So,
6: so you're not like the Harry Houdini type, where you, they stick you in a, uh, you know, in a case and they drop you into a river. You're talking
7: more about uh, no. Lots of times, I am like Harry Houdini, and, and the fact that I try to escape from bad conversations I have. Like this one. <laughs> no, no. I, was like, no, I was just trying to. I was like, you know, to, I was just trying to make a quick joke off the confident, kind of
4: backfire.
6: No, because I'm, I'm fascinated by that. That you, you know, the whole magic thing. Because some of it, it's
7: you just sit there and you know there's a trick somewhere, but. You just can't figure out what it is. Well, yeah, it's a lot of, lot of things on a lot of different levels. There's the sleight of hand, obviously. There's, there's, there's presentation that, that kind of makes it seem like a, a great trick, and there's misdirection, and it's all. It's like the oldest art form in the world. It goes back thousands of years to ancient Greece. I mean, some of these tricks, like the cups and balls, they have hieroglyphics yep. of these guys doing this stuff. I mean, it's, it's an ancient art form. I just love the deceptiveness of it. It's so devious, and you like figure out these men and go, oh, my God, it's brilliant who's and somebody actually thought of that and i think that's what i find fascinating because they say one of the best ways to like keep a trick a secret is to put it in a book because nobody reads nobody (laughs) reads books anymore so you publish it in a book and nobody will read it but i i I like the history of it i like all the the uh, all the 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 stories and the the stuff and i also love performing it. so and, and it's really just a hobby it's not anything i you know now that i got past the magic castle i may start thinking about doing it professionally that's just, you know. What do, you, do you bring stuff with you to keep practicing? All the time. I'm in a hotel room for eight hours a day. I mean, you can only masturbate so much, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> Robert craft. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, you, uh, last time I, last time I. Uh, last Brought time it back I, full I, circle. Yeah, that's right. Last time, had, last, time had, last time I had an orgasm, knee cartilage came out. That can't be good. <laughs>
4: you, know, so then I, uh,
7: you know, I pick up a deck of cards and uh, start, start uh, figuring out how to, you know. No, but I just, like, I just, like I'll, I'll get to my room, I'll set up with a deck of cards and a close-up Matt. i start working on specific moves and just kind of because the, the practice is what you have to enjoy practicing as much as you enjoy performing because that what's that's what makes it good you you have to be able to do everything without thinking about it what was know? the first one you did as a kid uh there's a trick called the acrobatic silks where the tr- the silks would were in this little wooden thing and they would switch places and it mm. was really because they were like kind of th- threaded in there and people go, how the How did they move? then we'd just move and switch. And so I think that I had a job at delivering Circulars. And every Monday, my brother Bob had drum lessons. and My brother Joe played the guitar. And so me and my mom would drop them at the the music lessons. And we had an hour to kill. And about three blocks down the way, there was a magic shop. And so I would go in with my little $10 I'd saved from uh, delivering Circulars. And I could buy one trick. And on the way out, I'd get one trick. And I would buy one one joke book. And I started keeping like a little joke file. And uh, that's and then you know when I when I hit eighteen I retired the rabbit hung up the wand and uh, started telling <laughs> jokes at comedy clubs.
4: <laughs> but it,
7: but I but I got my performance chops. I, I got my performance chops and my, and my writing had to catch up with that. So it took me took me a little while. But I, I've been kind of doing it my whole life. It was just something that little nine year old kid that got a magic kid, is, is dictating my whole
6: life. But you never worked it into the act even like one bit because I think it'd be it'd be really fun. No, when see. I do
7: magic, it's hilarious. Like I do like adult close up magic. I mean, it's oh. like you know, I, it's the, my personality, my stand up per- Like you know, my personality comes through when I'm doing a trick, so it, it is hilarious. But I just don't. It's just interesting because it's close up magic. You can't really do it on, on a stage. It's kind of like you know, it's it's. uh But I've done it. Like I've done my stand up comedy show, and I've come out to the bar, and people come out, and I've done like another twenty or thirty minutes just doing close up stuff that's really neat. Yeah. All right, we're going to and, and again, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy tonight and tomorrow night, two shows. Also, and people can go go get my new hour special. It's uh, uh, available. go to jimmyshubert.com. schubert.com. it'll take you right to the Vimeo platform. It's 3 it's like 3.99 to rent and 9.99 to buy. If you want to have a good time and watch my special, you'll enjoy it immensely. We'll give you more information,
1: be right back. Best of the Tom Bernard podcast. Oh ho ho, ho. Schubert on the best of. Coming up next, Tim Harmston. Comedian Tim Harmston was in studio talking Florida, massage parlors, you know, Florida stuff. Next on the best of.
6: Welcome back to the Tom Bernard Show and Bob Sansevier, and we have Tim Harmston. Now, Tim, in our last segment, we talked about Robert Kraft. I don't know if you've heard about him, the little prostitution sting at the Orchard of Asia, something or other. But the reason I brought it up is there's a story out that he's not the biggest name involved. Uh-oh. Whoa. And they haven't identified who the biggest name is yet, but Adam Schefter on ESPN said there's a bigger name. Would that lead you to believe that it could be Somebody in the NFL... Yeah. Um, and how far My Tom question
5: Brady no, I'm How far is, <laughs>
6: I just have a question and I'm not making How far is Mar-a-Lago From this place Oh, oh. They are buddies
2: <laughs> Not that far H- Have you ever Driven a be before? No Jupiter? Okay so it's right up The coast from West Palm And yep. uh, And uh, uh, My wife and I Drove up there One time Because I heard That Tiger Woods Was building a house You know And I was like Let's just drive It's know, Tiger think. Yeah Yeah. well Hey that whole strip Is literally Every name In show business and sports It is It's. I don't know what they call it Like the Miracle Mile or something But it's like It's probably a 10 mile Outer Banks type of drive And every It's the most expensive Exclusive And so yeah This could be really interesting This could be juicy
6: Well let's hope it breaks In the next 45 (laughs) minutes or so Within the hour Because now I I really want to know Who it is But you know I also Tim I said in the last segment You're Robert Kraft You own the Patriots They can't come to you Yeah You can't just have them come over you have to get caught, and apparently there's surveillance and video of everything I happening. I know. Yet the team's
5: denying it that he's yeah. he's involved. Yeah. So he, that's, that's, who's the happiest man in America outside of Robert Kraft after he's done? Uh,
2: uh, Roger Goodell.
5: No, Jesse Smollett. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. Between Robert oh, yeah. Kraft and R. Kelly,
5: he's been wiped off <laughs> the yep. front page. He's a lucky guy. <laughs> yeah,
6: right. yeah. He's become, He's made himself into yesterday's news.
2: Yeah,
6: yeah that <laughs> not was... the. Uh, that was. Well, he did um, earlier today. He uh, uh, he was cut out of the last two segments of uh, yeah. of Empire. But again, why not just dump him entirely? Why are they holding on to him? Because uh-huh. technically he hasn't been convicted
3: of anything yet, so technically he could still be innocent.
6: Well, it doesn't He's matter. Not, well, but, well,
3: okay, yeah. Roseanne was never convicted of anything. That's true. She wasn't.
5: That was a that was the 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 overreach and over panic. Yes,
6: yes at it was. the highest
5: level on that one.
6: Well, what I wonder, and Tim, you you were uh, you live in Minnesota and you're, you you understand this whole area. I would not be surprised if we saw Al Franken run again for his own seat. Yeah. Because he got he did he got caught up in the me too thing
2: just when it was raging.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you know, it's we're learning so much about the news cycle this last couple of years, you know, where it seems like every day, you know, you're like I woke up this morning from my horrific hangover and my phone was just <laughs> Blazing. Like literally every friend I had was texting me, Man, Robert Kraft, Google it. You know, and I'm just like, what happened? You know? <laughs> get, I thought he died when Stevie <laughs> said. Did he, get, <laughs> did he get caught up in the Mueller thing or what's going on? You know, it's like and then you, you know, and then and then seconds later, you know, the R. Kelly story breaks. And then mm-hmm. this and it's like it's a really interesting thing how these the politicians that are gonna run for president have a whole year of mm-hmm. sustaining this, you know, insane news cycle. And it's just it's fascinating the age that we live in I know that's a very old man thing to say but these texts are fascinating well and now and I wonder where to me it's just more
6: pandering for votes but we happen to be fortunate enough to have an African- American with us to answer this question <laughs> should <laughs> how long have I been doing that in this market should should African Americans here? much Kamala Harris and uh What's the other one? There? The one that uh, had with the Native American alleged oh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren. Warren are saying that yeah. there should be reparations for for to African over, Americans over slavery. I've been waiting for my forty acres and a mule. <laughs> well, now you and I though we're kind of related because you know we go everything went through Sicily, mm-hmm. so I should be getting that too, shouldn't I? I mean, you can't get closer than the the Moors and having that influence in Italy.
5: That is true. But we did. T- this country did do that for um, the people that they imprisoned wrongly during World War II in internment camps. But they when did they do it, though?
6: They did it shortly afterward, not 150 or 60 years afterward. I mean, Just
5: give me the value of 40 acres in a mule. Hey, if I get mine, two, too, I'm happy <laughs> with it. 40 acres
2: in Jupiter, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, dig, dig my dig God, imagine that. Yeah, I was going to
3: say, it's like, what, the value of 40 acres of, like, tundra in Alaska? <laughs>
2: yeah. But here's your $15. in <laughs> Western North nope, Dakota.
5: in the area that you were born in.
6: Uh, uh, oh, so you want to go back to St. Louis yeah. with your forty acres? Forty acres in St. Louis have some
5: value. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me what the Budweiser land. <laughs> yeah, not, not as much as you think it would, but because uh, uh, my parents had a duplex. On the duplex, my dad got it from his father. When my parents both died, and it's been up kept and everything, and we did an appraisal on the house.
2: Oh, man.
5: Really? That's how bad... Property value wow, is right. in the inner city of St. Louis. Well, you should have wow. grown up in
6: Key West, because we're we talking about that.
5: I mean these little tiny cottages yes, are going for a true.
6: million and two million. Yep. It's incredible how much uh, values have gone up there.
2: Well, a lot of those people in Key West are never there. That's yeah, where they that's... go for Christmas and the, the, and then so you just pick a house and move do, in. Do and...
6: they drive down from Jupiter?
2: Yeah. yeah I don't know. It's an escape. I always have a theory about the keys where everything that runs downward in Florida ends up and trickles into the like because people are hiding and there's you know there's like this smuggler's kind of mentality you've been down there right well we were there, you there oh, last you were week there, with yeah. KQ,
6: but just in there we drove through key largo and whatever how many cities do you drive through from miami to get there i know key largo do you go through marathon yep. too
2: key largo marathon and then there's uh, another key isn't Isla there? Mirada. okay yep. yeah so you've been through all of them? I did. I, we used to work on the uh, tourism campaign for the Florida Keys as when I, went, when I was in the film business, and I, would, I was an art director. So I spent many, many uh, weeks, if not months, down there just driving up and down the Keys, trying to find right. the right sailboat and the right this. And it, was, it was so much mm. fun down there. So
6: which one? Because I was telling my wife, Mary, because she had surgery, so she couldn't go, that I thought, and I think I mentioned it to you yesterday when you were on the KQ Morning Show, that it's like... It, it's like going to New Orleans and going into the French Quarter with, but without the debauchery, which is what, uh, what it's like in the, you know, that old town section. Yeah. But what was – if you were to tell someone going to the Keys, yeah. would you tell them Key West, Key Largo, Marathon, Isle of Mar? I mean, which, well,
2: which is the nicest one did you think? It, 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 the, it's the great thing about the Keys, and I, I feel like the, the promotional uh, or the tourism <laughs> president of the Keys, but it's like a lot of people use the Keys for fishing, right? So if you fish, you want to go to Marathon. And Because they have some of the best charters and the boats and stuff. But if you like to party, uh, you go to Key West yep. because you're going to sit at a bar and drink and wear beads and listen to Jimmy Buffett and do all that. Um, if you like to do um, kayak, you know, a lot of people do stand-up paddleboarding through the the mangroves and, and the, the kayaking, the canoeing. There's just so many different... Uh, activities that people do, in each kind of city along the way is kind of like tailor-made for that. And Key Largo is right at the very top as you enter the Keys, and that's more of like a, you know, like a Hilton hotel and beachfront property. And well,
6: stuff. I just want to like beach myself, like Job
2: of the Hut, and just <laughs> you know, and then go out to eat afterwards. So what?
6: What? What? what I, we were I... told Key West had like the the beach was like twelve miles or twelve minutes away. There's yeah. not a lot of big not beaches. Of beach. nope. What about in Key Largo or the other places?
2: Same deal. Like oh. a lot of the the waterfront is not beach it, it, people get mis- there's Bahia, Bahia Honda State Park which has all the beach but it's a state park so you kind of go in you pay a fee and then you use it that's where the railroad bridge uh, you, you drove through it at night, but yeah, there's like didn't... a bridge that's kind of like halfway done. That was on the movie True. Ro- um, that what's the Schwarzenegger? Remember when they, they're. Uh, I know this? exactly which one you, you mean. know what I'm talking about yep. when they're in the True limousine. Lies, True Lies. Yeah, that was that's right there. Okay, so you missed that because it was dark, but. Um, yeah, but I don't know. But but there's a misconception that the the keys have a lot of sand, and they don't because people go there and they're like, hey, it's like um, Puerto Rico or whatever. It's not. It's it's more like historic and so. Just, well, back up. I, I didn't. I never knew that you did work on a film crew that did that sort of. Thing. How long were you doing film? Oh, I I I started when I was nineteen and uh so i was a uh, prop guy and i was uh uh i talked to, to tom about this one time and i i worked as a prop master in chicago in the 90s and so i would be the guy handing michael jordan his gatorade oh yeah i remember and,
5: that
2: yeah so i did uh so i've done i worked all over the country um, doing these tourism commercials, but the Key West ones were always my favorite. because
6: when did you decide at what age, or <laughs> I got to get out of this? I got to do comedy.
2: I got to go get rich in comedy. Uh, I started when I was thirty because there was there there was comedy was was uh, was something I always wanted to do, and I was like, I'm thirty. If I don't start now, you can't. It's hard to start when you're older, you know. You don't see a lot of comics that start when they're. You know they're starting so much younger. Wouldn't you say, Br- yeah, Brandon? Like sixteen, seventeen. Sixteen? Now. Yeah, they got improv in their high schools and stuff. And what's What's the youngest guy you've ever booked? Oh. I, like pay you know
6: paid to come well, in? Swartz got to Swartzen, it's be eighteen, right? right? At yeah, least I don't
7: know. Yeah, I can't think of anything. I either.
2: think Lewis was headlining Swartzen when he was. In his early 20s really you know? yeah and that's super rare I mean that is yeah. super rare yeah but but yeah there's comics out doing open mics that are 18, 19 years old they can't even have a, a beer you know it's like it's crazy
5: <laughs> they try though don't they <laughs> well that's how um, Dave Chappelle started at that age he said he started it think he, Eddie Murphy did too didn't he? he said he had the nerve to walk into a place at with like 14 or 16 and say, yeah I want some time and they gave it to him.
2: Hmm. Chappelle, yeah, 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 I mean, and that's what, thats I always regret, but but I also feel that when you start later, you have more to talk about, like, you also, you, you have a, you know, like, right. 18-year-old kids, what do they know yeah, about it's, it's, like, it's like,
3: no one cares what they have to <laughs> <Yeah>. say.
2: <laughs> that's the truth, now, yeah. Where are you,
6: because, and we've talked, Brian Miller, who you know, yeah. well, Brian had said that he feels, I think the number was 300, you gotta do like 300 open mics before you ever feel you're ready to
2: Actually, try to do it. I mean, is there a number of the can do you do you see people that hit immediately? Um, I think when you look at Minnesota, you look at like Swartzen was funny out of the gate, and there's people like you know, Jimmy Pardo, yeah, and and uh, Chad Daniels that got people like that, Maria Bamford, they're born funny, like they cut they are funny from the minute they enter the world, and so for them, I think it's just a matter of finding their voice and then there's people i think that are more writers you know people that write jokes that have to learn how to do this you know or they're not maybe funny you know and and i always thought that i was somewhere in between where i was a a, you know a decent writer and funny but i had to kind of cultivate both of them but I, i i feel like for for a guy like me it took me five years before i didn't you know um you know um, make a mess in my pants when I go on stage. <laughs> it was about five years where I was like, "Okay, I can do this without shaking or you know having to have a shot of tequila beforehand."
6: Well, you, well both of you, because you run Acme, you must see especially on open night people who have great material but they just can't deliver it. Yeah, and then there's other people who yeah. have great delivery and no <laughs> material. Yeah.
2: Right there's, there's some people yeah. who are so
6: natural. I was going to mention like Coleman, Great Coleman. I
3: feel like it's yeah, just so natural up there. Yep. Like he just like he could just talk about anything and be funny. Yeah,
2: so. and that that's and I feel like my wife. You know, she was a musician for a long time, so she was already used to being on stage, and she was a kindergarten teacher before that, and so she was always used to being in front of people. So when she decided to start comedy, she already had five years of being on you know the spotlight on stage, and so well, that, that, Tim, that begs the question: <laughs> Does she treat you? like a five-year-old sometimes and rebuke you. Like, Where's the sounder? Yeah, I was yes, going to say, Andy, can you
5: play that for us, please? Oh,
2: yeah.
5: There, there's this uh, bit where she kind of gets on Philip about being racist. But you say yeah. the, the
0: Korean barbecue. Oh, Korean barbecue is phenomenal. Are they the ones that eat dog?
1: What? Who's the racist now? No. <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs> No 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 no, uh, no, 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 baby, no, no, baby. No, man, no, baby, no, baby, no, baby, no, Now, are you a little worried that
6: Philip Wise was calling your wife baby? I uh, know. <laughs> I gotta have a talk with Philly
2: Dog here. No,
6: he is so much fun. I love that guy. <laughs> we, yeah. we hung out in uh, in Key West, and he's just uh, well, you all of you know Philip. He's just uh, yeah. he's delightful.
2: Oh my god,
6: <laughs> That's probably the best word I could come up for to describe him. <laughs> did is, he, uh, is
2: that did he have people? uh did he wear his jets jersey did he have people no he, he
6: didn't he, but he does he's always coordinated though in yeah. some sort of a running gear or running yeah. outfit or uh you know when he gets dressed up he's he cuts quite the dashing figure yeah. um we'll do it in each one but let give people uh the, your times tonight and tomorrow night
2: okay uh, the t- 8 p.m shows are sold out I'm, I'm uh yeah I'm happy to late say yeah. There yeah go so uh the 1030 show will have tickets for tonight and I'm assuming there's a few tickets yeah, for tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. late show. So, no Sunday? Uh no Sunday. So and uh, yeah, tonight eight eight and ten thirty, and then tomorrow eight and ten thirty, and uh, the eights are sold out. So
6: well, he is a big shock. You make the other guys that aren't very good do Sunday, don't you?
2: Certainly <laughs> not open on Sunday. So yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. by
6: the way, I want to mention because when I uh, when I had a studio and Tom when Tom had his studio, mm. I used his old one, and I greatly appreciated that. But I would eat at your place. you have some really good food there. Yeah, at yeah. Acme. So people yeah. should stop over there and grab some uh, some chow on their way. You know, either going to the mm-hmm. uh, going to the comedy show or just going and grabbing something to eat. It's
2: it's really good. Oh, uh, they got great beer on tap too. By the way, yep.
6: Now we're gonna take a quick break, <laughs> and when we get back, more with Tim Harmston in a moment.
1: Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast.
5: Miami, uh, uh South Beach, bringing the heat. Uh. <laughs> can y'all feel that? Can y'all feel that? Jig it out um. Here I am in the place where I come That
1: like was you. Tim Harmston on The Best Of Coming up next, closing out the show We're opening up the Old Vault All the way back to episode 592 with Orny Adams during a snowstorm Should make us feel right at home on The Best Of
5: Asian, Indian, Jamaican Black, white, Cuban, or Asian I only came for two days of playing But every time I come, I always wind up staying This the type of town I could spend a few days in Miami, the city that keeps the roof
3: Uh, blazing
0: Was this the day that uh, Tiny Tim married Miss
1: Vicky on The Tonight Show or something? (laughs) No, it's uh, a happy song that's not with the snow outside.
0: Oh, it's so happy! I'm sure if you're in Palm Beach, Florida, but
1: you know if you're here, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Now, Mike, yeah,
4: we had we had a really tough drive. You know, we went to Target today. Oh, did you? <laughs> no traffic and no weather.
0: Yeah, it's got to be very, very difficult. It just the whole Target minutes. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five <laughs> minutes away. It's just beautiful. I think Orny Worked just walked in. Walked into far. the outer studio. Yeah, he's on his phone still. Mike from Blaine, do you have any questions for uh, Catherine, Alex, and Andy? Have you done any research?
4: I don't do research on the family. Honestly. Why
0: not? too no, creepy? Please don't. Yeah. Too creepy? <laughs> you could
1: find yeah. some,
4: no. that. That. You could oh, find you some weird right. stuff about
3: mom. And if you do, could you delete it?
0: <laughs> yes, that's true. You could find out weird stuff about Catherine. I'd like that. Just I'd enjoy that. that criminal
3: history Just is a delete- little right.
0: Here. Ryan Burnett said to say hello to everybody down there. By the way, I talked hey to Ryan, Ryan last night.
3: Their he, Christmas card was so cute. I know it was. It was, great. was so
4: cute. Layla's adorable.
0: Yes, indeed. A wonderful guy. Like I said, business partner. I wish all my business partners were like Ryan Burnett.
4: He looks like
3: he's fifteen.
0: Did you see the
1: story was- I sent you? What? about The urban lumberjack
3: look bringing back masculinity. I thought you'd be happy about that.
0: Urban lumberjack, that's the hipster look. Urban lumberjack. Come on in, Arnie. Good to see you. We just thought the family is down in, in Palm Beach, Florida. I'm up here working like a dog, but my wife, my son, and my daughter are all nice to see you. Are we live? Are we working? That's yeah. We're,
1: it's we're
3: called just, Lumber you know, Sexual.
1: Lumber yeah. Sexual? Of course it is. Yeah. Pull it right up right now. You can sit days. right there. Right here? Yeah, no, you're on the camera though.
3: Lumber yeah. Sexual is yeah, like the That's urban lumberjack right? look. It's, it's called true, Lumber Sexual yeah. now. And it's bringing back masculinity. Uh, it's bringing back what? a parody of masculinity. Oh, water. It's bringing back plaid and beards.
0: Yeah. He will grab you a bottle of water. Absolutely. Orny Adams just walked in. He sat down. hasn't put his headphones on yet, though.
3: I still have a lot
8: to say about... I'm going to get to that in a minute. going to get to that
0: in a He's chewing his gum right now.
8: Uh-uh. It's ginger.
0: You're chewing you ginger?
8: chewing ginger. Why are you or chewing honey.
0: ginger? To adjust to this uh, tremendous oh, so climate that I've walked into. So, Ornie Adams, Catherine, Andy, and Alex are down in Palm Beach, Florida. Mm-hmm. Mike from Blaine. Bonnie from Blaine. Mike is a... Uh, he will he will ask you questions that you don't think anybody knows about. Oh. You. Wow. Wow. He does phenomenal research. Mm, I like it. So Orny is eating ginger so he doesn't get pneumonia.
3: Oh, I <laughs> love blame you. ginger. I eat, have ginger every day.
8: Yeah. yeah. Bravo. When I lived to 108, <laughs> and they said, well, <laughs> what, what was the trick? Right. Shot of whiskey? <laughs> yeah. And a ginger chew. And a ginger two
3: straight, chew. Two gingers
0: whiskey, same thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah,
0: it'd be two. the same. That's true. It's a good point.
3: There's no ginger in two gingers whiskey. Well, then it's false. It's two redheads. Two, two redheads. gingers. That means two
0: um, ginger roots. In Alex, your name <laughs> did come up on the morning show this morning because Ornie was talking about vegans. <laughs>
3: What did you say? That. You made fun of me, Was I'm sure. We it super
0: positive? Did, did, nobody made fun of you. What we did did didn't you name say? names.
3: <laughs> Other than saying my name came up on
4: the <laughs> show, so name
0: Marty Adams is at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy tonight, tomorrow night, Saturday, and Sunday. Thank you, sir. And Sunday. Uh, now. Well, oh, Mike from Blaine's champing at the bit over here to get at Orny. Oh, no. I'm, yes, you are. do let it float till the end. I don't understand what from Blaine, what does that mean? Blaine mm-hmm. is a town. Blaine, Minnesota. Oh. Everybody Isn't calls in. Orny, be. I don't know why this is, but we get tons of calls into this show, mm-hmm. and everybody calls in. His name is Mike. Mm-hmm. There's Mike from St. Paul. There's mm-hmm. Mike from Blaine. I mean, so you have to be, you have to identify the city you're from. Otherwise, we don't know who the hell you are.
3: We have are, three Mikes in the studio with you right now. <laughs> yeah.
8: No, four, five, six. Well, <laughs> that's
4: he's he's a person, Mike.
0: We got all kinds of Mike. No, yeah, it's Mike Molina, Mike Rasmussen, Mike from Blaine, Mike from St. Paul. Everybody's name is Mike. Uh. Yeah, other than me. Ornie's texting someone Because you're right a now. vegan.
3: Exactly. I have to but tell. Vegans
0: can't
8: be named Mike. I'm sick of this vegan.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough. Vegan and vegetarian.
0: Uh, by the way, broadcast history was made today on the KQ Morning Show. You want to know why?
3: Because mm-hmm. you made fun of me for the one millionth time.
0: No, so that's know. not true at all. That's not true at all. Uh, a black man asked Ornie Adams, what kind of name is
8: Ornie? <laughs> 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 I thought... I, it was it was odd. I said, is this really happening? Is a black person questioning a unique name? But what I thought was funny was he would bring race into everything. Like oh, that's yeah. He plays the downtrodden uh, race card. He does, yes. Yeah. You're
3: talking about Philip? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah Philip.
8: Yeah, Philip. That sounds Philip-esque. All of a sudden, he I'm, like talk I'm about talking us. about license plates, and he starts talking about race again. I said, <laughs> only you. <laughs> could bring race into a discussion about license
0: plates. Well that's
4: because they make them in prison which Ooh. is
8: Racist.
0: Racist <laughs> <laughs> Catherine. Come on. That's
8: Catherine. my lovely wife that just said that. How can <laughs> you be that bitter with the weather so nice down there? I don't know.
4: I'm not bit bitter.
8: I don't know how it works
0: I really don't It's just relate. kind of Do you ever play the improv Down in Palm Beach? I love it Isn't it a great West club? Palm. It seats West like Palm. 700 Yeah It's a great club It's amazing When you're down there Is that where we visit, visit my family What's
4: his face? Oh. He's in Florida Who? Oh no The Dennis, guy was just talking You were looking around yeah, yeah, you can't see my, me. I'm a ghost. My
0: yeah. son, my daughter, and, and my wife are all down there, so they're all having a ball, and I'm up here freezing my ass off and
8: work.
3: You're coming on Saturday, what,
0: yeah, for about an hour, and <laughs> then I have can, to leave.
8: Yeah, if we can get out of this airport, it's snowing, negative <laughs> twenty below.
3: How much snow is there?
8: There's no you. Can, uh, you can't even see what side of the road you are. Like all of a oh, sudden, you're, you're like I think we're on the wrong side of the street because you can't Makes see. It more fun. Right? Yeah. The, the guy who drove over here, we parked in some parking lot, and you have to know what. Uh, uh, number spot you're in to pay for the ticket. Yeah, I yeah. can't do it. Whoa, he dug for a good 10 minutes trying did to did find a spot.
0: Yes. Oh, He God. did? Yes. I wouldn't wow, be digging. honest how did, I how would did not be digging. How
3: expect you to put your number in when there's like three feet of snow on you, you, I just
0: don't. Yeah. You literally, when when we went over, like you can't I had to run to St. Paul today and was coming back over the bridge, and we're going 94 West. From 94 West, you could not see the buildings in
8: downtown Minneapolis.
5: Oh, oh man. man.
8: They're just... It was white out. It
5: was you unbelievable. Any
8: change trouble, Captain, seeing the palm trees down there?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, it's raining slightly. Yeah. Yeah. oh hey. a light mist. Visibility is 99%. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's
3: a
4: comedian. No,
0: you know. already I mean, you go. This I is is how you am one. and
4: <laughs> <laughs> well,
8: a, but
0: a TV it. star. Don't forget that part.
4: star. Yeah. He's a star. He, is he is a big shot. A big is. shot. Team Even with the f- fifth season
8: fifth season yeah yeah do you know that uh the last time i was here do you remember we we got into a little bit of a uh, controversy you and i <gasps> oh that's right because of the somebody jumped, jumped off off the uh, that's right uh, yeah oh yeah people were yeah. jumping Wild off of the uh mall of america i remember that. Right. i totally remember that we were
0: you were at the that house was, though weren't you didn't you come to the house rather than yeah here? this was in march was of 2000 oh you were in the studio yeah oh we just no. moved what so that was? That,
3: it was March eighth, two thousand thirteen. I looked it up. We weren't
0: in the studio by then, were we? Yeah,
8: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we
0: were. We had just come into the studio,
8: and there was actually oh, wine yeah. in the wine cellar. Or, and now I've noticed that's no longer there. Oh, there's wine in there. Is there? Sure. Oh. You want some glass of Wine? No, I'm fine for now. I was going to take a bottle, but uh, well, you <laughs> think, You can do that too. So.
0: As a thank
4: you gift. <laughs> As a thank
8: you gift
0: for a
4: split
0: like,
8: or eat. Yeah
0: somebody had jumped to their death or something just before you got there or something, right? Yeah. And they thought we were making fun of them or what was it? I remember exactly. I don't remember the exact circumstances of why why somebody got mad.
8: Well, they got mad because I yelled, now the show's not sold out. (laughs) <laughs> we got one ticket now for the uh, 10 p.m. Saturday. <laughs> 10 and that Saturday. was seen as insensitive. I don't remember what... Uh... It was something like that. No, it's it was It's a good
3: joke. It just was too soon, perhaps. It
8: was, no, it wasn't.
3: <laughs> Ten it, seconds after the... Oh,
8: it was because I, I
0: was telling you that six months ago, before... This is about two and a half years ago or whatever, um, that somebody had jumped off the fifth, fifth floor of the parking ramp right outside... Yeah. House comedy. And it just so
8: happened that while I was telling Ernie Adams that, somebody else did it right when we were talking. And we may have said, like, I think I would have said, well, why the fifth floor? Wouldn't you go from a higher floor <laughs> they, go to higher the floor? That's, exactly, that what That's exactly what it was. That you're definitely going to die and not...
0: That's exactly what it was.
8: But I offended, you know, it, it, when you're discussing and not necessarily thinking, there's going to be... You know, a guy today, I'm having coffee, and he said, you know, what kind of comedy... Do you, do you use the four-letter word? And I thought, like, God, people are shooting people in France for for drawings, and we're worried about the four-letter word. Like, how yeah. many more years left before all the people that are afraid of the four-letter word die? Like, aren't they a dying breed? Isn't there more things that we could be concerned about on the? I mean, there's yeah, well, horribleness going I mean, on, starving. Yeah, there's an, an occasionally Ebola outbreak that never outbreaks.
0: There's a woman a block from here, grandma having cat food for dinner, and you want a free bottle of wine.
8: It's an atrocity. I was going to uh, go over there and drink it with her and eat cat food. Yeah, I'm, I'm the asshole. You've got 50 bottles of wine over there. I just want one.
0: I don't get any. I just, you know, sit here and just work. All I do is work. This is terrible.
8: Oh, I, I was talking to Ornie this morning.
1: Shut up! My wife told me to
0: shut up. I was talking to Ornie about the fact you know you said you traveled all to what are they called, trade show? I mean they're not called trade shows. What are they?
8: They're they're, they're called um, Teen Wolf cons. Cons, okay. It's oh. like Comic Con. Like Comic Con, yeah.
0: Teen Wolf in its fifth season,
8: and I host them. I go over. I was just in Germany. Oh, you do it? host them. I do host it. Yeah, I pitched myself cool. to host it, so I would host all the Q and As. It's a good idea. It's great because I'm the only one who has live stage experience. And yeah, yeah, I'll go out with the cast and I'll be big and get these huge laughs and I'll look around like waiting for somebody to interrupt me. Nobody interrupts me. <laughs> then I sit down afterwards. I think, who's going to be an ang- angry at me for getting too many laughs? Nobody's angry at me. Wonderful. And they're just so happy that I actually like kill some time. Yeah, because they're 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 not used to being in front of a live audience, which I am. So yeah, I love
0: which it. which is great but because I, I asked Ernie this morning I said yeah are you doing a lot of traveling what are you doing why why have you not been here for two years you know all these things he said because you know he's busy with the fifth season of Teen wolf and then he's doing all these teen wolf cons and uh, and going on the road as well I mean yeah. you're still, you still how many nights are you appearing on stage now doing doing live comedy I, my
8: 2015 is book solid. Just book solid. That's it. I think I have uh, November, December. I've got holds, but yeah, I, I, I actually, I'm now. Uh, it's, it's. There's been a turn. I don't know what happened, but in the last two years, I don't know if it's representation or the fact that I've been working so much, but something happened, and I'm, I'm booked nonstop, and, I, and I'm loving it. I never thought. I used to look at comics like Ralphie May. And I yeah, say, Ralph the How are you on the road all the time? Yes. How do you do? And now that I've been on the road all the time now for a little bit here, you just get used to it. You adjust, and yeah, it's 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 fascinating. It's it's interesting and fun to figure out ways to stay sane and keep the act fresh. Right. And I feel just so fortunate because I uh, there have been times where there's you know just. Plenty of open weekends on my calendar.
0: <laughs> really? Well, see, I've never known that. Yeah. I mean, you've been. I didn't try to think. How, how long ago did the, the, the documentary come out? What year? Yeah, Mike.
4: The 2002,
8: I think. 2002. It might have been. Uh, two, okay. Right after 9. We taped it before 9 11. Yeah. And yeah. then it may have come, it may yeah. have, it may have come out. Oh, right. two.
0: It was released in 2002. There you go. So Mike from Blaine already comes slamming home with some good (laughs) advice. You can leave now, Mike. (laughs) 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 But, see, I just assumed after, yeah, I mean, like for the last 15 years, you've been very, very busy. But I
8: I didn't know that. No, I had trouble after that came out getting work for a while. That pissed me off, by the way. Why? You got sandbagged. Because you got sandbagged.
1: Yeah, they're thrown under the bus, pretty
8: much. Yeah. Don't you think... I, unless you don't want to talk about it. We no, I I, um, I have a very uh, foggy uh, perspective <laughs> okay.
0: on this. What causes the fog,
8: do you think, or caused it at that time? Have you ever heard the expression, the fog of war? Yes, the fog, of, yes. Have you ever heard the expression, the fog of Seinfeld? <laughs> have you ever...
4: Well, I remember you read, I read you, uh, you didn't actually, when they approached you to do it. you Easy, went.
8: Mike. Easy how you ask it. No, go ahead. <laughs>
4: <laughs> when they approached you to do it, they didn't say you were going to be like the main star of it. They, you were just going to be like a bit part or something.
8: Well, I didn't know what I was going to I could never imagine it was a documentary about Seinfeld that I would be so heavily uh, intertwined. Right. Um, but, you know, I was myself. I said those things. And, y- you know, yeah, they, they, they're trying to make a story. And the right. Best story that uh, is.
4: They need a compelling. bad guy. Yeah,
8: I was, as Sarah Silverman says, a um, villain in a documentary. But yeah. it was not. You were not a villain
0: of your own accord. They made you out to be something you're not. Mm-hmm. Like I never. I guess because I've known you, um, I didn't see you as self important. But some people did because of that movie, right? Well,
8: yeah. I mean, I think that. The difference between now and then is I'm able to convey my character better. So there's a scene in that documentary mm-hmm. where I'm going out to um, a car service and I. And you have to
4: opened open that.
8: Yeah, I have to open my own door. Now. <laughs> I,
4: right. thought, I thought it was a joke.
8: <laughs> yeah, of course. Not, a lot of the people didn't understand that that I was, was a joke. joke. And, they, they, and, and in this day and age, they're, they're going to look for anything to just massacre and just destroy somebody. Any little thing. And that, well, I, I gave them too many openings. Now, I, I seem to be more savvy how I say things. So there aren't so many... I just never saw that in you at all. It was always funny to me. Yeah, well, you're smart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the difference. Yeah. You know, there's by coincidence, Orny, I think, uh, that was what, what was the date last time morning was on the, the show? March 8th, March 8th. Yeah, so the last time I saw you, about two weeks after I saw you, I stopped drinking. It was your
8: fault. Yeah, really? For all your, I did, yeah. you're being cheap with the wine. No!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen,
8: I don't want to open any doors, though. Wait a minute, we just went from, uh, from me being a comedian to me causing you to not drink. What well, happened? No, I think the reason I, said, I tied it,
0: the reason I tied it in was because Mike pointed out, Mike from Blaine pointed out, that I stopped drinking uh, March what, twenty 29th. 29th of 2013 and Mike has pointed out that I have not once in the last two years told anyone to go fuck themselves on Twitter. Yeah, that's a coincidence.
1: Yeah, man. well you haven't been on
4: Twitter You used at to all, do that. it quite regularly. Huh. It's not a coincidence. I literally, called, I, mean,
0: I have this thing it's like, I'm going to say some smart ass thing to Tom on Twitter. Mm, that doesn't work <laughs> with me at <laughs> all. That's not going to work at all. So yeah, I got to get back on Twitter though, because I, I was talking to you on Twitter for a while. Yeah, your, a good... uh,
8: Brando is your profile picture. Yeah, exactly.
0: Right? Yeah. yeah, you talk about a, a stretch. But anyway, um, yeah, I got to get back. I, I got back on just what about a month and a half ago.
4: Yeah, you were on a couple days and then.
0: And I just I I will get back on, but I, I've been running around like a madman. What but, have you been up to? I got all this different stuff going on. I, I, I'm going to be traveling a lot the rest of the winter. I was just
8: lots of complaining. Lots of complaining. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know. Lots of complaining. People. For a second, I thought I was married. Like this, this voice <laughs> just pipes in your head just when everything's going right in your life. <laughs> That's exactly right. Is isn't just it? all of a sudden, there's That's a reminder. That
5: was his daughter, by the way.
8: I was, yeah, it was my daughter. <laughs> actually, welcome. she gets she's. it to you know, be hard to tell. She's I'm
0: just trying to keep you grounded. But in any case, are you going to hold off for the very how many uh, like how many minutes of questions do you have
4: for Orny? Um
1: Don't make us stay late, Mike. Ten minutes? No. Don't do it.
4: I'll <laughs> bring it up during a commercial break. When what? You, okay, well, shouldn't
1: uh, he
8: like uh, throw one in now? Just for uh, well, that's what I thought. but He doesn't want to do that.
0: He, right, he wants want to, to. He wants to be alone with you, apparently.
5: <laughs> uh, leave, Arnie, don't do <laughs> Orny,
1: don't
4: do it. Orny, don't do it. All right, Doug. Uh, you uh, had a encounter with robin williams that was very interesting i read about it. oh really
8: yeah i don't really talk about it much but you can read i did write a blog about it uh, uh robin uh you know one of those few people that you meet and only have you know like a few you spend a few times with you know i was with him a few times and would consider him a, a very dear close right, friend right. just uh, we just had a connection I, I believe, and uh, just was really supportive. But, yeah, it's, uh, I've told the story on some podcasts. I don't really talk about it that much anymore, but it's, there's definitely a blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have anything specific about that night I can tell you?
4: Well, the, uh, when he did this thing on the stage with the show, when he mm-hmm. came out, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was great.
8: Well, yeah. I'd never heard a Room Get Louder. Never heard of Room
4: Get Louder. <clears throat> Room he get louder. He, I'll, you're a better storyteller. You're, uh, I'm a professional. <laughs> exactly.
7: <laughs> much better
8: storytelling. I'm just yeah. so uh, no,
4: yeah,
8: I, I, I would encourage people to uh, read the blog. Read the blog. I, I think, yeah, it's okay. It's, uh, but it was it was powerful. Is it difficult for you to talk about? It? Uh, I just you know it's one of those things where I got really irritated after he died because yeah. I, I just don't I don't like when people exploit somebody's death. Well, they do. And I Damn. am so sick of pundits going on and telling me. Universally, how every comedian is—that's true. Yeah, I almost very true. called these networks and wanted to yell and go, "You get your expert off the, you know, TV," because just because what's going on, like, let's say he's guilty, Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean every comic is doing that. No, and no, would, comics yeah, represent the cross section of. <laughs> Of, of the world. So if there are people that are happy, there are that percentage of people of comics that are happy. Depressed, comics happy, depressed. drinkers, non drinkers, vegans. Yes, some of us are even vegans.
0: <laughs>
4: Not you, no, but some
8: of us. No, I gotta have some energy to, when I'm up on stage.
1: This episode set a record-breaking February for clip fall. on this episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Great clips this week from Jimmy Schubert, Tim Harmston, and Orny Adams. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week.